Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board presented by BetMGM. Michael Beller and CJ Moore here with you on a Friday. We are taking you into the College Hoops weekend. It is all College Hoops all day, at least today, on this episode of Best on the Board. CJ, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, hanging out in snowy, ice-cold Kansas City. I am hanging out in snowy, ice-cold Chicago. Are you over last weekend? (laughs) <laughs> CJ's uh, a big Chiefs fan for those of you who don't know so uh you, you not not quite over it just yet hell no that was depressing yeah I don't want to talk about it rough Move second on. half rough second half with that we do not need to relive if you do want to relive that however we're going to be talking about all things next week. next week I would not relive that but you know get ready for Bengals and Rams in Super Bowl 56 next week We'll be doing all sorts of prop and lines and sides. Every single discussion, we'll be hitting that all week on Best on the Board next week. CJ says thumbs down. I say hopefully it's a fun game. Either way, we're going to be talking about that all next week here on Best on the Board. Today, we are living in the college basketball world. We've got a very fun weekend, specifically a very fun Saturday of college basketball ahead of us. So that's what we're going to talk about here. Five highlight games on the Saturday slate. Of course, with it being uh, noon in the central time zone on Friday, we don't yet have gambling lines for these. So we're just going with the Ken Palm lines and we know it'll be somewhere in the range of what we're talking about. CJ, no beating around the bush. Let's get to the biggest game of Saturday right off the bat, a game that you will be attending in person covering for the athletic Kansas and Baylor. Huge Big 12 clash. Ken Palm line has Kansas as a one-point favorite, 151. The total here, we know there are injuries on both sides, most notably Ochai Agbaji, who missed Kansas's last game, an impressive win for the Jayhawks at Iowa State without Agbaji. Uh, in a world where all these guys are playing, I mean, is it as simple as saying that this is going to be two of the best offenses in the country really controlling how this game goes? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you wish you knew. If you're betting this game, you'd like to know who's who's going to play, who's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas has media availability <laughs> later today, but from the response of Bill Self on Tuesday after that Iowa State game, I get the impression that Ochai Baji will probably play Saturday. Um, I asked Bill Self what was day zero for Ochai because that matters a lot right now, mm-hmm. right? And he said he started feeling poorly late Saturday night. So I'm guessing he got tested on Sunday. And that would, with the new five-day protocol, yada, 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 I would think he's probably there. Um, Baylor's guys, I've checked in on them. Um, Their two guards are day-to-day. So (laughs) Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer, um, I'm guessing Baylor's not going to put anything out until Mm – 
right up to game time to, you know, whether you know that those guys are out there. So that being said, let, let's let's look at it with everybody healthy. Yeah. How about that? I like that. I like that best. I, I like that best. That's whatever. That's what we want, right? Yeah. So let's, let's go that scenario. Um, you know, I, I think you, it's hard not to remember what happened a week ago to Kansas with Kentucky in the building. And when you doubt Kansas, you should probably pause when, and think about, am I really doubting Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse? Because mm-hmm. that's not very smart usually. But I think Baylor's talent is comparable to Kentucky. And I think some of the areas where Baylor's really strong, front court, big athletes is what Kansas struggled with against Kentucky. Um, offensive glass, Baylor's also always a terrific offensive rebounding team that gave KU trouble a week ago. Now, do I think Kansas absolutely laid a stink bomb and, you know, did Kentucky play a little bit above its head? Well, I, I think Kentucky's really good, but mm-hmm. Kentucky played its A game. Kansas played its D game. But I think Kansas is going to have to play like an A-plus game to, to beat Baylor. Uh, David McCormick's very, very important as he was in that Kentucky game, and he didn't show up in that one. But he was really good the other night against Iowa State. I'm leaning Baylor here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 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 you, you don't feel super comfortable if you're betting against Kansas Allen Fieldhouse, but I think Baylor um, could give KU some problems. And not knowing even if Ochai is going to be back, like is he going to be a hundred percent? The other big thing yeah. is James Akinju is starting to look like himself. He was out for a little bit with an injury, and uh, Sohan, the uh, Jeremy Sohan, mm-hmm. the freshman, also looking better. Uh, you know, he might be their most talented guy. So that's important. If they can get one of those guards back, I, I think Baylor is maybe the team I would lean here. You know, I look at this game, and especially the things you talk about right off the top, you've got Ochai maybe coming back from COVID. Uh, but if he does come back, what's the conditioning going to be like? We haven't, you know, I mean, how much basketball activity has he been able to do over the last week? Not really a whole lot. Flagler and Cryer, both day to day. If they come back, what sort of condition and health are, are they in after coming off of injuries? So, yeah, I look at this and I see you know, 151. Obviously, these two teams a month from now, full strength, 151 feels, you know, totally okay, but I, I kind of lean under as my favorite play in this game. If we're talking about three key players at, at less than 100%, maybe at less than 100% conditioning in this one, you know, maybe we see two great offenses not quite get to that great level that we're used to seeing from them when they are at full strength. That that feels like my favorite play in this game, and then you don't have to worry about exactly who's healthy, who's not, how healthy are they, how healthy are they not, What how, the, how does this team match up, I and mean, you make good points about Kansas and what Baylor can do similar to what Kentucky did. But maybe maybe it's just the under to go with here because uh, obviously depending and if those guys on Baylor don't play, then things will look a little bit different too. Yeah, because that that Baylor shooting so much better. It, I mean, those are their best two yeah. shooters. Yep. So if if you take those guys out of the mix, um, even if they're coming back, like you said, don't have their legs. I, KU's defense did look better the other day against mm-hmm. uh, Iowa State. It is one of Bill Self's worst defensive teams, but I think he might be able to flip that you know, here the second half of the season. So, um, and Baylor can, can really guard and yeah. it's going to be turned up. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's probably a decent play. A couple of leans for us here, Baylor and the under. And of course we'll see what these lines actually land at uh, a little bit later today. Let's go over to the PAC 12 here, uh, CJ, where we've got a game between Arizona and USC on Saturday. Now the Ken Palm line has Arizona as huge favorites in this one, minus 12 
with a total of 146. This is one of our handful of ranked matchups on the board uh, this weekend. How does USC keep this game close? Well, let's talk about USC first. Like, you yeah. start looking in through the, the – like, looking closely at this team, and it's weird to say this on February 4th. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, and USC's ranked correct right now. Like, yeah. I – I ignore the rankings because they're yep. stupid. But <laughs> they are. They are ranked. Uh, t- they're top twenty team. Are they good though? Like, are are, are they actually a good team? <laughs> they they their one good win. Uh, they're their best win is San Diego State. Yeah. Like that's that's their best win. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve points is a lot, and I'd be hesitant to bet Arizona at twelve. But uh, you know, I I don't know if I can trust USC because I don't think they've shown like that i don't know i don't they haven't really played any great teams mm-hmm. beat, obviously haven't beaten any great teams yep. um they've te- their defense is to force teams to play slow you're probably not slowing down arizona mm-hmm. so you look at this number 146 um if i'm gonna bet something maybe maybe i'm betting the over there yeah it's a huge number but i think i mean the point you make about i mean this is a team in usc that got swept by stanford already this season <laughs> the San Diego state win, like whatever it's a feather in the cap, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a neutral floor game around Thanksgiving. They scored 58 points in that game. I mean, if, if USC can hang its hat on one thing this season, it's, it's defense and it's getting teams to play the pace that they want them to play. And like, are they really going to do that against Arizona? I don't think so. And then on top of that, if you're going to be a team that is going to hang your hat on defense, which I think USC is going to be more doing that than they are on offense. Talk about a team that is uh, on Ken Palm, 338th in the country in turnover percentage and forcing turnovers. Like that is just, that is not exactly the formula that you're looking for. I mean, and if they keep playing at this, at this sort of pace where they're beating the teams that they quote should beat and losing to the teams they quote should lose to. And they get to a semifinal in the Pac-12 tournament game and squeeze their way up to a six or a seven seed in the tournament. I mean, they've just got, you know, sort of first round upset written all over, I feel like. And so I think I would, you know, we'll see where this line actually lands at. I think if we're talking low double digits, if we're looking at a 10 and a half or an 11 point line, I think Arizona uh, is something I could get behind because, man, that team, I mean, on the flip side, you said we want to start off talking about USC. Well, let's talk about Arizona They're for good. a second here because this is a team that we know is very good on both sides of the floor too. And, and I mean, if you really want to understand why they're so good, you should probably go back and read my film room on them, right? Yeah, there you go. I think they should. I think you should. Uh, I love two dollars. That's, that's one of my favorite, like, college. I was actually talking to an NBA scout today and um, he was asking me about uh, – why and you know i i didn't have a chance i caught a little bit of the game last night i was out um after my son's game at a uh sports bar eating dinner and uh he was he called me and asked if i knew why benedict uh matherin didn't play down the stretch which that might be something to monitor i don't even mm-hmm. today see if he was hurt or something i don't know but he, he was asking about that so i couldn't couldn't tell him but um I, I think that that team is a really good team. And, he, you know, I was saying to him, I was like, you know, the guy I really love is, is Tubelis. He's like, yeah, not as a pro. I was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care about that. <laughs> he's a college player. And they for him. And, uh, yeah, he's 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 fun. And Kirk, Kirk Chris is kind of the dude that, that makes that team go. Like, when he's really good, they're really good. Um, he's had some games where he struggled. But, man, they've got depth. They've got big guys mm-hmm. up front. They're good defensively. 
um, and they can really, really run. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Arizona. It's just 12 points is a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Yeah. USC is bad. Like, but I'm, I just, I don't know that I can trust them. Like I said, who, what have mm-hmm. they done? Who have they beat? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think like all you can do, we talked about this a lot on this show and just in sports in general, all you can, like, you don't, you do to a certain extent in college sports, but you don't, you know, you don't fully control the schedule. All you can really do is line up against the team that you're playing against and beat them. And USC's yeah. done that. USC's done. That. You got to tip your cap to them to that extent. Uh, but I think a lot of teams had they played the schedule that USC has played to this point could be sitting at 19 and three also. And so that's something you got to think about and we'll see what happens uh, against Arizona over the weekend. But yeah, I mean, 12 is a big number. 12 is always a scary number. It's not something like if you're going to cover 12, you really got to do it in like the first 25 minutes of the game, right? You got to have a comfortable lead at halftime and come out and just snuff out any sort of hope really early in the second half. And that's how you're going to cover 12. And so they can do that. They can, they definitely can really do that. separate. They can yeah. really separate because they, they yeah. get going flying up and down the court. They can yeah. do that. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's a a lean for sure. We'll see what the line comes out at a little bit later tonight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, CJ, um, you know, one of Arizona's really impressive wins this season came earlier in the year, uh, a win at Illinois. So let's talk about Illinois. Let's use that to transition over to Illinois. They are coming off a win over Wisconsin. They are playing Indiana this weekend in Bloomington. And so Ken Palm has Indiana actually as a one-point favorite. 135 is the total in this game. And if you look for one thing that jumps out in that Arizona-Illinois um, box score from when these two teams met earlier in the season, it's the fact that uh, the uh, Wildcats held Kofi Coburn to 5 of 15 from two-point range. That is something that the Wisconsin Badgers did not do against Illinois earlier this week. You know, TJD on one side, Kofi Coburn on the other. You assume on paper it's a game that is dominated by interior play. But, I mean, is there – I just don't see Indiana having an answer for Coburn. Maybe not quite as poorly as Wisconsin matched up with him. But this is just a guy who is really after the suspension early in the season, the injury just a couple of weeks ago, starting to, I feel like, finally get his legs under him really for the first time all season. He's arguably been the best big man in college basketball. Yeah. I mean, just look look at his numbers. They're, they're ridiculous. And, um, I mean, they just played through him a ton. And uh, I, I think the game to look at for this one, like if, if you're – all right, how's Indiana match up against mm. – Illinois. Let's let's try to find something that's, that's semi similar. Okay. Well, they just got smoked last weekend at, at home to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Why they get smoked? Because Hanover Dickinson went for twenty five, and Michigan shot eleven of seventeen from three. Now it's hard for any team to replicate that, right? The eleven seventeen from three. But mm-hmm. who's who's got a dude that's even better than Hunter Dickinson? Yeah. It's Illinois, and who spreads the floor yeah. with shooters better than Michigan can? And yeah. Was about better than anybody can in the country. Mm-hmm. So, like, if anybody can replicate that performance, it's it's Illinois, and they don't even have to shoot it that good to, to win this game. So, mm-hmm. um, I think Illinois, like, I, I'm 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 high on them. I think if you want to buy a team that's like, and where they ranked right now, again, I don't pay attention to the rankings. They are ranked right now 18th, and that's just, I mean, they're they're one of the 10 best teams in the country. Bye 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 bye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are way better than 18th in the country. And also, by the way, 
you know, I love, 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 love Andre Corbello. Like mm -hmm. that dude is so much fun to watch. Yep. He's working himself back. That was his first game back from the injury against Wisconsin. Yeah. That was he he'd missed like a week and a half or so before coming back. Yeah, Two weeks. yeah. he's been in and out. Yeah, a couple of times. So he uh, they're about to get even scarier. Like if, mm -hmm. if that dude gets rolling, and and I think I you know you I know you watched the game because it was Wisconsin. Like he had some moments there where you're like, okay, yeah. I see it. That's old Curbell. That that uh, there was a ball screen and a roll to uh, to C Coburn. Coburn. Yeah, yeah it was really nice out. little pocket pass. Yeah so, yeah, so we're about to get even better. And, and yeah, yeah, like you said, that's a top 10 team. If I'm getting, what was it, one point? Yeah. They're only and you know it's going to be around there. It's going to be around there. And, like, I mean, that was an all that, – that game was all Coburn. Coburn had 37 in that game uh, for Illinois. And, I mean, you, you talk about the way this team can space the floor. They had a, they had a ton of good looks for uh, Alfonso Plummer. He just wasn't connecting from three in that game against Wisconsin. Jacob Grandison made, like, three threes in that game. But he had a ton of good looks. Trent Frazier also just wasn't hitting from deep, but he got good looks. I mean, they, they worked Wisconsin. Um, and even a 13-point deficit doesn't really uh, express just how much Illinois dominated that game in the second half. And so I I'm with you. Like this, just this feels like you know, the fits and starts that Illinois has had to play with this season because of Kofi's suspension and being in and out of the lineup, because of Curbelo being in and out of the lineup, uh, some hiccups early in the year. Like this is this is a an incredibly good team. And again, just it feels like just now they're starting to get their legs underneath them. And so, like I, I will be very interested to see what this line is because it would. Um, there's almost no line I wouldn't bet Illinois at in this game. Yeah, that's fair. Now, to to play devil's advocate, like uh -huh. Assembly Hall, sure, uh, it's a little scary to go there. <laughs> uh, that place has been rocking when they uh -huh. play well this year. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm all about the Illini. Yeah, definitely that uh, that went over uh, Purdue at home for a couple of weeks ago. Gets your yeah. attention, and then Purdue's a team that plays through its bigs and couldn't really do it mm -hmm. that day. Yeah, um, Purdue's a team that beat Illinois in Illinois a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, no, but I mean, those are the two teams I like best in the the Big Ten is yeah, Purdue same. and Illinois. Um, but yeah, I, I just like there's games where maybe like that game Purdue for some reason didn't go through its bigs as much mm -hmm. and was wasn't able to. Illinois is gonna play. <laughs> yeah. like, they're absolutely no doubt gonna play through. All uh, right, let's hit uh, let's hit UConn and Villanova here. Want to get some uh, some Big East talk in this? Some non Marquette Big East talk for us. Connecticut and Villanova. Villanova eight point favorites in this one, according to Ken Palm. One twenty eight. That's just where these two teams live on the uh, on the line here or on the total. Excuse me. Um, UConn on the on the offensive rebounding. I feel like that's where it's UConn's offensive rebounding versus uh, can Villanova really? I mean. You know, three-point defense, say what you will for it, uh, but Villa, Connecticut does it well. Villanova obviously shoots the three. That feels like where this game goes to me. Yeah, you, you just hit on all my points I had. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, at least it's not Marquette, right? I mean, Villanova 0-2 against Marquette this year. Otherwise, they pretty much roll over everyone they play. For sure, but eight points, man. What Pop quiz here. What's, uh, <laughs> what's, what's UConn's biggest margin of defeat this year? Uh, I mean, I, I the ten, four. Wow, they haven't lost a game by more than four. Uh, now I'm looking at it now. Yeah, Creighton and Providence got them both. Both got yeah. them by four. And, and Creighton is like their kryptonite. They yeah. they lost three times to Creighton last year. For some reason, they cannot beat Creighton. But I, I like UConn's team and talent. Like there's another team that I'm buying wherever mm -hmm. they're ranked. Are they ranked at all? Do we know? I, and, uh, you know what? I don't know that one off the top. Uh, yeah, they're 17th. They're 17th? Huh? Mm, might be about right. 
but <laughs> I'd, I'd buy them. I'd, I'd, I'd buy yeah. the Huskies. Um, and like you said, good taking away good threes. Yeah. And and I think Nova has struggled with good big front lines this year. Yeah. And with a good big front line. So, yeah. Uh, eight feels heavy. Eight feels heavy. I expect Villanova to bounce back coming off that Marquette loss, playing at home, but eight feels heavy to me. Feels like a five point Nova win if Nova's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, let's get one more game in here quick before we got to say goodbye. Kentucky and Alabama. Uh, Kentucky, three point favorites on the Ken Palm line, 159. Now, unlike the first game we talked about, Kansas and Baylor, this is one that I feel like can live up to that 150 plus sort of score. And of course, Kansas and Baylor can, but yeah, I, I explained why I was leaning under in that one earlier. This one to me, I mean, this is offense, offense, offense on both sides. And it's just like, it's Alabama's offense, which has still been pretty damn good this year. Is it ever going to translate into consistent victories? It's crazy to me that they can play this well offensively and still be tripping up where they're tripping up. Stay the hell away from Alabama. <laughs> Don't bet any Alabama games. <laughs> Save yourselves. Um, I, I guess unless they're playing somebody really crappy, then that's uh-huh. not a crappy team, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think – so Alabama is like their guards are really. I was talking to a coach this week who played against some high major coach, mm-hmm. and he's and those like he, like people can't figure out why their record is the way it is because he's yeah. like those, those guards are good. He's like that those guards gave us problems, and I think you have to um, you've got to have athletic guards and a big who can move, a big who can move to 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 go against uh, Alabama because they're going to spread you out. They're going to shoot threes. They're going to uh-huh. put you in ball screens. Um, I, I think Kentucky has that. I think Kentucky will get up for this. And, you know, I just witnessed Kentucky kick ass in a great environment. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be a great environment, but but not quite like Kansas. Sorry, Bama, you're not quite like that. <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't football. Yeah, and, and, and Alabama is a, a bad defensive rebounding team. And Oscar Sheba, like he's a good yeah. offensive rebounding team all by himself, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, Bama, I think, is going to – even if they can – first shot defense is decent, mm-hmm. like they're going to have a problem keeping Kentucky off the board. So this this feels like a Kentucky to me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like look at who Bama has beat. They beat Baylor. They've beat um, – LSU, LSU, Tennessee, LSU, Tennessee LSU. Zaga, right? Zaga, that's where I was going. Let's let's yeah. take the LSU out of that. <laughs> One of those teams is not like the other. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they, they've got some really, really good wins. Uh-huh. Uh, or a weird, weird team, but yeah, I, I think obviously I trust. I think Kentucky is a top two or three team in college basketball, so I'll, I'll take Kentucky here. It, it's just if Alabama, like, talk, like they could be like that one year that Kentucky, just to use Kentucky as the example, uh, right? They, when Kentucky was the eight seed, right? I mean, how oh, really? was that That's when they team. and they the the Kentucky Wichita right yeah. matchup yeah. in the second round? Like, couldn't Alabama be that team this year? Oh yeah, if for they, sure. Like, the offense is just ridiculous, like you said. But they really miss Herb Jones. Yes, like, they do. He, he was their defensive anchor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas. Why? Why is Kansas go from a top? I think they were top five, top five to ten defense. They were mm-hmm. the best defense like over the last month of the season last year. Right. Why do they go from that to like fiftieth now? Marcus Garrett. Same thing with mm-hmm. Alabama. Why do they drop to in the seventies from wherever they were last year, which was pretty damn high? It's Herb Jones. Um, so yeah, they, they really miss him. They've got to figure out a way to, to start guards and people and get some freaking rebounds, but mm-hmm. man, they're scary in a one game setting. Cause, cause they're going to yeah. shoot a ton of threes and sometimes they're going to make them. 
Hell of a game, hell of a weekend that we have ahead of us in the college hoops world. Hell of an episode of Best on the Board that we're putting behind us right now. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for watching, those of you who are with us on YouTube. For CJ Moore, I'm Michael Beller. Have a great weekend. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. See you.